Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right. And we're back with another episode of Horror Vision here for you today. I'm your host, John. And I'm co-host Boog. Yes, you are. And today we got, I guess, technically kind of horror adjacent, um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, the sequel uh, to the first Venom. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were asking for it, and we got it. Yeah, I guess, te- I mean, like, we were trying to decide, like, is this horror, is it not? Um, it's and not. Then, and then we said, fuck it, this is our podcast. <laughs> if you don't like it, just listen to something different. But if you do like it. You little pieces of shit. We'll, we'll put more out there. Yeah, no, we we did, we thought about it, too. We're going to release more than our normal schedule. It's October. It's spooky month. But we made it spooktober. Spooktober. Is it feeling spooky there yet? No, not really. I. Oh, it's been like high seventies here all week. It's warm. It's. It's been about seventies as well. Actually, it's been eighties. The past couple of days has been raining, which is always good for spooktober. But kind, I no. do. I, I've always liked like an October rain. It's a little bit creepier, you know. You get the, a little bit yeah. colder weather. Get some leaves. Yeah. There's some, you know, like you've seen leaves before, you know, you know how those. Work. Uh, hey, I've seen leaves before. Yeah. All right. More importantly, so what have you been up to? I've been disappointed this week. Why? Somebody caught my bird, but didn't return it to its rightful owner. Oh, thank God! Thank God they captured the bird. Uh, no. For those of you that haven't been following last week, a giant sea eagle from the Pittsburgh aviary was on the loose. Stellar Seagull. It took them about a week and a half, but they fucking caught it, thank God. In a residential area, not far from where I'm at. If you follow, like, the the path that it was taking, it it seemingly was coming for me. No, it's BS. They returned it to the wrong owner. I'm the rightful owner of that bird. Should have returned it to me. But you can't even take care of a bird. You can barely even take care of a cat, and they pretty much take care of themselves. No, I, I think I do pretty well. I, all, all I do is put food in his bowl twice a day, and he seems to like that. And, so. and your cat just goes and pisses all over everything. You're the, you're, you're a terrible animal owner. Write that down. Jot that down in your little book. The book, the book of bug. You remind me every goddamn day. I got someone. Someone got to keep you in check here, buddy. I appreciate that. Anything else cool been going on? Play any cool games? Play watch any other? Or related stuff. Um, we can talk about our uh, episode, our weekly episode, Back to the Future. I, I just watched the Back to the Future uh, ride the Universal, the old one that used to be there. Dude, it's a shame you never got a ride there. That was one of the best rides there. 
Like it, even I, even I went as like a young kid that even stuck out to me. It was so sick. You would have loved it, dude. Like the walkthrough, it's it was super immersive. Like you were like basically like walking through like a movie scene, and then the ride itself was sick. It's a damn shame you didn't get a ride it, bud. A whole like introduction, like storyline of like why you're riding the ride, like what you're doing on it was amazing. It was perfect. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Just go on YouTube. It's like 16 minutes long. Dude, Check it out. Seen it, book. I lived it. I wrote it. The 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 whole safety video too. The beginning where it's like you know keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. That had me dying. Just how like old school it was. You you would have like comedic it was. Oh, you would have loved this. So they like were building and like did all the footage and stuff for that like right after Back to the Future Three. So it like felt like a continuation of the movies while you like, it's just really how much you like that series. It's a, a damn shame that you didn't get to ride that ride. It was, yeah, I saw that they recorded that back in 1991. So a year after the third one, mm-hmm. or at least that's when it released. So, yep. Yep. So you really missed out. It was, it was, it was a great ride. Sucks I don't even know. Sucks, I, I, sucks I to at, suck, bug. I was at Disney once and I can't remember. The only ride I remember was the uh, the haunted mansion. That's because my sister screamed the whole time. Disney World sucks. Write that down. I hope Disney's listening. Pieces of shit. I, I hope Disney's not listening because uh, they can really help us. Kill us. Help us. I'm never selling out like that, bug. No one can help you. Piece of shit. Right. <laughs> I'm fired up today. Let's get going. Let's get into All this. Right, let's, do this. let's get into Venom 2 Carnage. Uh, basically, the story for this one is Venom, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom. Uh, after the last one, they're just kind of trying to lay low for a little bit because uh, technically they like killed some people and there was also a lot of... Um, missing persons and stuff that happened around the situation of the last movie. Um, so it, it kind of starts off with just their like day-to-day life. Um, Eddie's trying to get back into the journalism thing, but so far no success when one of his older cases, when he was on top, uh, the serial killer Cletus Cassidy played by Woody Harrelson reaches out to him. Uh, so he goes and interviews him uh, and trying to figure out, like, oh, because he's about to be executed, it, where some of the other bodies are, things like that, anything. Uh, and then he ends up releasing a story, and uh, Eddie's back on top. He gets a sweet new Ducati motorcycle. Everything's looking good, but uh, all the while, Venom, the symbiote, is getting pissed off because Eddie's not letting him go around. Uh, kill people, eat their heads, things like that. He's trying to have them eat chickens and chocolate, and there's some funny scenes with the chickens there. Um, anyway, right before uh, Cletus is going to be executed, uh, Eddie comes back in to interview him one, one more time, and they kind of get in an argument, a fight, and Cletus bites him um, and part with the symbiote like in his blood, mixes into him. Long story short, to go to execute Cletus, he doesn't die, and it activates a new symbiote in his body, Carnage. Um, Comic fans are going to know it. If you're not a comic fan, it's basically the spawn of Venom himself, and it's more powerful than Venom, which they kind of don't 
really we'll get into it, but they really don't handle that in the story. Um, after when Cletus breaks out of uh, death row there, he goes and from when he was in the asylum, uh, his crazy girlfriend who has the powers to, um, to, to scream really loud. He, he busts her out and they're, they kind of come up with this plan. They want to revenge on everybody. Um, Carnage wants to kill his father, technically Venom. Um, Cletus wants to kill Eddie Brock. And uh, what was her name? Was it Shriek? Uh, see if I can find it here. His, Eddie, Cletus's girlfriend wants to kill the cop that shot her in the eye. Uh which he we didn't really get into that, but he was he's always trying to question um, Eddie Brock and get to the bottom of some of these past disappearances. Uh, Peter uh, Mulligan, which will kind of play a bigger role in future ones, which if they make more, which I, they definitely will, because this movie made a bunch of money again. Um, but it's we'll, we'll talk about that in spoilers. But he is a semi important character in the, the Marvel universe as far as uh, like the Spider-Man stories, uh, Detective Mulligan there. Uh, but basically it ends up uh, a final scene at a chapel um, and they have a big showdown. And yeah, that's pretty much the, the synopsis of the story there. Uh, just a, just a question here for you, how they execute people or how they were going to execute Cletus Campbell. Or Cassidy, Cletus Campbell, Cletus Cassidy. How, were they just injecting him with like morphine? But like, it didn't look like morphine. Can't, can't you kill someone? Some someone from like injecting too much morphine into their their body? Yeah, it'd be an overdose. But that's not how lethal injection works. It's like a concoction. Like one like slows your heart down, and like the other one stops it. It's like a like a a mixture, but it's different chemicals. But it basically, it's supposed to be like. A peaceful civilized way to kill people but it's very expensive and it's a waste of money you could do like they do in texas and texas still actually allows all different forms of execution i think there's like 14 of them but you can get killed by a firing squad you can get hanged all kinds of stuff yeah that was going to be my next question was do they still do states still use like electric chairs I, and I, stuff like I that i think a couple of them do i think texas does not 100 percent, uh, but i know they still have like 14 different ones but That's like, crazy. if you're going to do it, I don't, cause it's tough. You have to be very, it, it would, for me to support the death penalty, it has to be something like very, very obvious, like no doubts or suspicions at all. Like multiple, not even multiple. Like it was, it has to be on TV, something like that. A hundred percent. This person did it. You're a hundred percent sure. And then don't waste the time putting them like for years on death row. Dude, if there's going to be appeals, get that shit out of the way early. And then, then like, don't waste, like, uh, a regular bullet's not that expensive. Like, just shoot them in the head. Sex pair some damn money. Give them a lot of money the, rather like, than keeping them in jail for years and feeding them. Yeah, the, the problem, though, is with if you're going to execute a person, you have to be 100% sure. Because a lot of times... Uh, innocent people end up getting executed it's it's a mess it's a messy it's a tricky situation there's no easy answer but if you are going to execute a person i don't go through this all this painless stuff like that just 
shoot him. I mean, that's relatively painless. You get shot in the head, you're not going to feel it. Anyway, so uh, on that note, let's hop into the pros and cons. Hit me with a pro and or a con here, Book. I'm going to go with a, a pro, and it's a pro that a few of most of us have seen coming. Woody Harrelson is a goddamn good actor. I thought, I thought his performance was perfect. I mean, um, at times, I at times like I wanted him to be the good guy, you know, like oh, it's weird to say, but so he, that he sold himself as Cletus Campbell extremely well. Cletus Cassidy, and he did not sell himself as Cletus Cletus Cassidy. So, little backstory, like. I, growing up, I was real huge into, like, the Spider-Man comics. Uh, when I was a kid, like, that's one of the major Marvel stories was Maximum Carnage, which this has details of it based on, like, uh, like a lot of the, the ideas in this, uh, in this story and the one before it were based off the Maximum Carnage run. Um, I like Woody Harrelson. His performance was good. Um, just like in the first one and this one, I like Tom Hardy um, and his performances like in the first and the second one, what really keeps you going along. It's very entertaining because it's so like awkward, so weird, but I don't think Woody Harrelson played a good Cletus Cassidy. And I don't think Tom Hardy in either of the films played a good Eddie Brock because they're really not true to how those characters are written. Um, that being said, they still like, were entertaining and interesting to watch. Like, there were different takes on the character, but I don't think they're really true to the original character. Um, I, I get that. I guess I like, that makes sense. I like the remix, shall we say, then. Well, I mean, you really don't have the, the point of the reference of the, the original one. They're like, it's not something... like. But I'm saying, like, for someone from the outside looking in, like, these are, these are good performances. Um, actually, pretty much all the performances... In the in the movie, I like the only one I had an issue with, Naomi Harris as Shriek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that she didn't do a particularly good job, um, like with the delivery of lines and stuff. And she wasn't—I wouldn't say because Shriek's not like super menacing, but there wasn't like I don't know, just didn't have. It was like a flat performance to me. Uh, but other than that, I thought everyone did good. Stephen Graham as Detective Mulligan. I kept looking at the guy. I'm like, dude, this dude looks like Donnie Wahlberg. Like, that's the the Hollywood casting there. was like, we're going to yeah. have a detective. It has to look like fucking Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, but he, so we we're kind of talk, saying before, he's he in the future, if they continue this storyline on, has a bigger role. Um, so this one they showed, they thought he was dead. He wakes up with his eyes all blue and stuff. Um because he was involved in the battle between Venom and Carnage there, and he got wounded. Um, but what happens from a comic standpoint is uh, Carnage actually spawn, um, leaves a spawn on uh, Detective Mulligan, and it ends up being Carnage's son, Toxin, which is, like, the strongest of all the symbiotes. Like, so that would be very big in the next one. And the difference between... Um, like, Venom kind of is, he's more of a bad guy, but leans into the anti-hero in the comics. Carnage is an absolute psycho, bad guy, but Toxin actually is generally, like, a hero. Um, he actually gets some training from Spider-Man himself, 
and the system that Detective Mulligan has set up is like to keep him in line. He gives the the symbiote like two hours a night to uh, just go out and do whatever, but he can't like murder and stuff like that. But like they have a good system. Like so, like Toxin's a whole different type character. Um, but like thinking more about that, that's a, another con that I have with the transition from the comics. Like they these first two Venom movies, they make it straight up like Venom is a hero. Like they don't play that like Venom is kind of like a cold blooded killer and he dips from time to time like the comic run that was very popular in the early nineties, Lethal Protector, is where where they take a lot of inspiration for the first one, um, is when uh Venom moves out of New York to be away from Spider-Man to try to like lead, lead like a righteous path and kind of dips into the hero territory. But for the most part, Venom's really not a hero, but in these movies and particularly this one, they are, and they kept referencing the lethal protector in this as well, which was kind of funny, like how they did it. Um, very much that he's just like a hundred percent like a hero, which is tough and leads to another con that I have. If you were going to do a Venom story, it should really be rated R. But also, 100%, if you're going to do a Venom fighting Carnage story, it has to be rated R. Like, from Venom, or Carnage in the comics, like, absolutely brutal. Chopping heads off, blood, biting people, like, eviscerating people. And, I mean, they, they show some of the stuff that cut away. They do it creatively with the PG-13 rating in this, but... I just don't think they did the source material justice. Like, I know it's coming like a, a comic book, like, picky thing, but, um, and, and so far it seems like I'm bashing. I actually really did like the movie, but it's, they they just didn't do the source material justice. So that's, of, of overall, that's my biggest con. Like, all those little details wrapped in, um, they just really weren't true to the source material. I mean, now that you mention it, I'm trying to think of some of the kills that Carnage had, and a lot of them, they didn't really show it. They panned the camera away, or they changed the yes. angle, so you don't actually see, like, the fatal blows. Yeah, so... But you know, P like, that person's dead. Yeah, PG-13, they gotta get creative with it, and they can't just show, like, the crazy stuff. But that's the problem, is then don't do the Carnage story, because if you're going to, you have you have to. You have to show, like, that brutality, the, the Carnage. That's why he's called fucking Carnage. I don't know. Then... Uh, I, I'm sorry to keep going off on the, the the differences from like in the comics and stuff, but the one last con pertaining to that. So the way that they defeat Carnage in this is that Eddie has better symbiosis with the symbiote uh, Venom compared to Cletus Cassidy and Carnage. Like they're fighting over... Um, uh, Carnage wanted to get rid of Cletus Cassidy's girlfriend because her screaming powers affect the symbiotes and it's going to like mess them up. Um, and so they're fighting over that. And then Eddie Brock makes uh, like a uh, observation like, hey, man, like we we're more in line, like we can beat these guys because of this. But the truth is, in the comics, what made Carnage so dangerous is nobody had better symbiosis with their symbiote than carnage like they were in tune they were two of a kind same same ideal same plan like that's what made them so dangerous uh so for that like to be your point of how he's beaten this movie 
is just so inherently against the character. Like, you're literally... The polar opposite thing of what makes that a strong character is how this character is beat. I had an issue with that. In the comics, can uh, can Carnage shoot webs like Spider-Man? No, he doesn't have to. It's He just, like, shoots out fucking, like, his red and black, like, the symbiote. Yeah, and, like, swings off, off shit like that. His tendrils, I think it's called. It was, was well, weird in the com- comics because, like, Venom web slings. And I guess it's, like, just for memories of when the Venom suit was on Spider-Man. But he did use webs. That was weird. I'm not sure. But now that we got your cons out of the way, let's let's talk about a couple pros. Yeah, you hit me with the pro, I'll hit you with the pro. I, I know. I texted you in the middle of it. I had to. I'm sure people around me in the theater weren't too excited. but. The comedy, I think, I, I loved how they made, like, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom seem like an old married couple. How they were fighting, how they were, like, bickering back and forth. It, and it was, it was like, it was very, uh, it was very comedic. It was, it was nothing that I expected to see in this film. And everything that happened with them, like, in, in the Eddie Brock's apartment, like, the chickens and, like, the TV, I was not expecting any of that. Like, it, it it was and it was absolutely like hilarious. I mean, people around me were laughing. I was laughing. Like it, yeah, it caught were, me off guard. Yeah, there were some of the jokes um, that that hit pretty well, um, and actually made me made me like openly laugh. Like I wasn't expecting them. Um, it, Every time they went to the park, they they saw those chickens. Yeah, because there was some parts in the first one where like they tried the the jokes and they kind of fell flat, but it was it was still funny in the first one. But I felt like the majority of their jokes hit on this one. I, I definitely think the jokes were good. Um, but back to what you're saying about how like Eddie and in the Venom suit are like fighting and like bickering like an old married couple. That's actually true to the comics. Like, so you'd see in the old panels, like, there's like an inner monologue between the two where Venom's trying to tell him what to do, and Eddie's like, "We're not fucking doing that." Like that. So that's true to the comic. I appreciate that. Like, I think that's one of the strong parts of this movie is the relationship between uh, Tom Hardy's Eddie Eddie Brock and the Venom suit, because uh, it keeps it all together and it, it keeps you. And it's almost like a a buddy cop movie. But there's it's between a guy and his alien suit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it just it just the the whole comedic thing just caught me off guard, and I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely they they lean more into. The, I laughed the a lot more than, than I thought. Yeah, too. I lean more. They lean more into the comedy than I thought. Uh, another pro I had, I thought the the Venom. Um, CGI for his costume. I thought that looked sick. Like he, it looked intense. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the the set pieces were cool. Uh, like the final battle in that like giant church cathedral. That I thought that was a pretty cool setting, and they're fighting up to the the top of the building and everything like that. So uh, I thought they did well on that. Um, the directing was solid, which was if you saw who directed this, it was Andy Serkis. Who was Golem in Lord of the Rings, King Kong, and the the Peter Jackson King Kong, and uh, was it Caesar in Planet of the Apes? So he's known for his motion capture and stuff like that. So I don't know if that had played into any of the role with the CGI and and things like that. But uh, I, I thought his directing was solid for the most part. Great performances. 
um, like, would I say, like, that this is, like, a super great movie? No, but, like, it it, it was entertaining. Like, they, and, and it's tough, because everyone thinks, like, anymore, every movie has to be some type of, like, masterpiece or some landmark film, but people forget, like, sometimes you just want to go to the movies for, like, an hour and a half and just, like, tune out and just, like, have a few laughs, and, and this definitely delivers on that. Yeah, I mean... I was extremely entertained and to, to add on what you said about like the venom CGI and stuff like that, they showed him a lot more in this one than they did in the first one. Not only just like, just like a little head of him. I feel like, um, they showed like his whole body a lot more. The first one, he like the first half of the movie, Eddie doesn't have the, the venom symbiote yet. So, so that's, I guess, where it's kind of different. But yeah, I mean, the, the main part, they played to their strengths in this movie, which was the relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom. And I think that work, works the best. Um, and as far as other pros... Um... I got a question for you. Did you like how uh, the symbiote looked on uh Anne on Eddie Brock's old girlfriend. It's true to the comics too, because there was a storyline called um Bride of Venom. So mm-hmm. it was during when he went out to San Francisco to become the lethal protector. Uh he, he the Venom symbiote eventually left uh Eddie and went on to Anne for a little bit. And that I mean it was pretty true to to her character, but I, they're definitely not going to do it because it's dark, but Anne's storyline, as far as in Venom comics, turns out pretty bad. Yeah, I, I haven't read any of uh, Venom's comics, so out of out of touch with those. So with that storyline. So basically, what happened after she had the Venom symbiote on her in the comics is it drives her mad to a point where she kills herself. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's that's real dark. I don't think if, they, if they're not even going to go rated R with a Venom Carnage movie, I, they're not going to dip into that. That was back to the comedy though. Like, I I liked when uh, her her new uh, fiance how much that uh, they the, hated the, him. Yeah, they hated like especially the Venom suit. But at the end, um, what did uh the Venom like because. Because they were Venom talking after community. after it was all over, and Venom like they were walking like, "Hey, hey, Dad, see you, buddy," <laughs> or so it was something like that. I can't remember what he said, but it was funny. He's like, "I actually like that guy." Yeah, yeah. He he says, "I actually like that guy." We didn't really need him here, though. He he did nothing. He pretty much just stand around. But he was like, "If anything," like he's like, "If anything, he made it worse." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's a little sample of the comedy you get. Yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was it's just comic. It's, just, it's goofy, but it's like it's entertaining. Um, yeah. just the the awkwardness in like social situations with with Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock is it, it just make it's worth watching. That, that alone's worth watching. If you between these two movies, Venom and Venom Two, just for Eddie Eddie Brock the Tom Hardy performance, it's just worth watching because that character is not tr- really true to how Eddie Brock's written in the comics but it's like just an interesting all-around performance so i'd recommend these two movies just for that performance alone absolutely Um, agree 
I guess on that note, uh, let's hop into ratings and recommendations. Uh, I'll go first here because this is a pretty simple layup. Uh, as far as ratings, I'd give this one 7.8. Uh, it's not super special. It's a solid, well-done movie. Um, you are 100%. I wouldn't say 100% because you can't please everybody, but it's hard not to be entertained watching this movie because there's a little bit of a little bit of something for for everyone there um as far as people i'd recommend it to obviously if you're a superhero fan you're going to want to see this uh if you're a woody harrelson or a tom hardy fan they give great performances so you definitely want to check this out as well um as far as like if you're not real big into the horror uh, into the like superhero movies but you are into horror the some of the creature designs like for Venom and, and Carnage they're they're real like uh, uh, horror nasty looking so I, I don't know if it would really satisfy you with the the PG thirteen rating but well, it's worth checking out if you're looking to be entertained which I mean when you're watching a movie well that that should be I guess your goal <laughs> um, I, I would recommend checking it out because even though it's not perfect it has its flaws. Um, just overall in general, it's entertaining. So you'll be entertained watching this. I'm going to go a little bit higher on my review or my rank rating. I'm going to say 8.2 out of 10. Um, it is an extremely enjoyable film. Uh, Tom Hardy's performance is excellent. Woody Harrelson's performance is excellent. Yes, it may not stay true to how the comics were, but the overall arcing story in this one, I, I thought was um, displayed brilliant, brilliantly, if I can say that correctly. It was it was funny. It was entertaining. It, it every little scene caught my attention, and I kind of want to rewatch this. I kind of want to go back to the movie theater and watch it again. That's how entertained I was watching this. Um, too because the more i like remember back on the jokes and stuff like this is something i would watch again yeah and if we always say that that's a huge selling port or selling i can't talk whatever that's a huge selling point thank you to a movie to show how entertaining it is is would you watch this again and if so how soon you know there's other movies we've reviewed that we don't ever want to watch again not in my lifetime like you, there's certain th films it's like you saw it and you don't want to go back or it's tough but you can appreciate that it's good but this is one where i don't want to say it's mindless but kind of it's like uh like soul food like you eat it to feel good like this is something you could throw on and then just kind of like tune out and just have some laughs and watch some uh like cgi explosions so like it's just a, like a feel good like no, you don't. Not a lot of thought has to go into the movie. Just like a tune out and tune in type deal. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It, it's you don't have to be prepared for it. You don't have to read comics. You don't. You, I recommend seeing the first one before seeing this one, of course. But you, you can just go to the movie theater and you will enjoy this movie. Yeah, honestly, if the more comics to read, the less you'll probably like the movie. <laughs> if we're being fair, like you'll still like it, but. Uh, if you really enjoy the source material, it doesn't really do that justice. But at the same time, 
as its own thing, um, detached from the source material, it, it's it's very entertaining. Um, but like, I don't always say we recommend it. Go check it out. Buy that ticket now. You better book it. I don't know about you, but my uh, movie theater is almost sold out, so I had to buy it a couple hours in advance. Sat next to Complete Strangers. That sucked. Stench about you. Doesn't help that uh, I don't shower very often. That sounds like a person. That sounds like a personal problem. I mean, I shower. I try to shower at least once a day. All right. Well, you ready? We'll wrap this up here. Um, So, if you have any comments, concerns, recommendations for things you want us to check out, um, just want to reach out to us. Our email address is hunters horrorvision at gmail.com uh as well as uh we're on twitter at horrorvision uh shoot us a dm uh follow us there uh, we're very responsible get back to you on that uh, uh if you're listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast and now i can't talk bug welcome to the club Jeez. uh if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform good on you you're doing you're doing your thing uh if not uh we are on spotify apple podcasts google stitcher amazon i think amazon puts it on audible as well so uh yeah find us out there go all actually just go on all of those follow us unfollow us follow us again so it messes with the algorithm bumps us to the top we're we're rising to the top and we're taking you all with us But no, uh, yeah, anywhere where you want to listen to it's on there. We also have a YouTube channel, Hunter's Horror Vision. Got a couple things up on there, so give that a check out. Uh, other, I think that's it. Is that, I miss anything, Boog? We didn't really talk about the end credit scene. Oh, we could talk about the end credit scene in our end that, credit scene, too. That's like uh, end credits inception. It's end scene squared. Yeah, so they're finally that's people. Be, I call that for a band name. Trademarked it. Good. And no scene squared. No one's gonna listen to that. That sucks. It's like a fucking early two thousands hipster band. So what? I own the rights to it. No, you don't. That's it. not how that works. I said trademarked. That's it's not trademarked. That's not how. Is is it hard going through life being that stupid? It's actually probably easier. Maybe what they say ignorance is bliss. Uh, it's it's easier. That's, it's a lot easier. That's what I figured. Um. So the end credits. Uh, Eddie Brock is watching TV. Um, there's like a flash of light outside and they get warped into like a different universe. They're like, where the fuck are we at? Um, and then on TV, it comes, uh, JK Simmons and the whole end scene from Spider-Man far at home where Peter Parker's identity is revealed. And the Venom symbiote like goes up to the screen and licks the screen where Spider-Man is. And it's basically, Venom, and with the whole, like, Sony-Disney issue, Venom's finally in the MCU Marvel Universe now. Yeah, I'm excited. Dun, I, wonder dun, how, dun. I wonder how much he's going to be in, if he is going to be in the next Spider-Man. I wonder how much screen time he's going to have. It's going to be interesting. I think it's, like, more of the opposite. I think Sony's going to be pulling Spider-Man back into, like, the Venom shit situation i don't know who knows who knows how it's going to play out but um we'll go watch it because every that's what people do they all watch these movies so we'll be there 
Yeah, we'll we'll be sitting right next to you. you Hopefully, for you people out there, the bug isn't sitting next to you because I I cannot stress this enough. He does have a general stench about him. I really don't. That that should be your that should be your band name, General Stench. No, that sounds trademark. I trademark. Is that how that works? Fucking idiot. To me, it is. (laughs) All right, we done here. We wrapping this shit up. Uh, I got I got a couple ideas for our next one, one or two, because we'll try to get a, a little bit extra in here for you, because this really wasn't all that horror, and it's Halloween, so we're gonna we're gonna try to jam pack this month. Uh, it's fifteenth is Halloween kills, so that'll be good. We are ready for that. Um. But we'll have a bunch. Of, we'll have a bunch of stuff coming out. We're about to. We're about to be popping off, as the kids say. Don't, don't ever say that. Don't. Don't you don't tell me. Ever. Don't touch me. Play the credits. No, you don't. Mm, you. You. No. <laughs> <laughs>